Welcome to the Slingshot Sim Racing Podcast. I'm Ellis. And I'm Chris. On the podcast, we get to know our slingshot racing community on and off the track, while also talking about anything and everything else sim racing related. You can check us out at slingshotracing.org where you can join our Discord. The podcast is brought to you by Apex Energy Drink and Martin Sports, but we'll talk about them a bit later. For now, let's jump into it. All right, welcome to episode 12. It's an episode Chris and I have been looking forward to for a while. Tonight we're going to uh, go ahead and kind of pull back the the cover on the season three of Slingshot Racing and kind of what our plans are. And uh, for the first time, we're going to be running multiple series. So we're going to get to that here shortly. Uh, but I'm Ellis. I'm joined by my lead co-owner of Slingshot Racing, Chris. Uh, so Chris, how's your day been? How's your weekend? I know we've both been off, uh, pretty much for a good solid week. We're both teachers and we have Thanksgiving week off. So, uh, I know you, you were saying before that you got the Sunday scaries. Uh, did you enjoy your break? I did. I did. It was, uh, it was a good break. It was a much needed break. Uh, Thanksgiving is always, a it's a fun, you know, time to reflect on everything that you got to be thankful for, eat some good food get together with family and um you know uh get man being a teacher and the way that my school system works uh you get off work for an entire week for it um got uh got the sunday scaries for uh going back to work tomorrow but uh the good news is we get two weeks and then exam week and then we're off for another two weeks for christmas break so it's coming up fast how about you has it been a good week for you it has a similar experience was able to play some games to hang out and just uh not worry about getting up early and going in every morning i've got some some research papers i got to grade tomorrow we were talking about that a little bit but overall it's been been a pretty good week uh i got my lessons ready to go for for tuesday uh what about you you ready <laughs> you ready for i know tomorrow? what i know what i'm doing i just have to get up to school early enough to beat everybody to the copier and get get all my stuff printed off and and ready to roll but uh yeah um, looking like a true pro yeah i mean hopefully hopefully these next two weeks will fly by really really fast did you uh did you have any time to do any eye racing this week i know slingshot was off uh but did you get on the service at all i'm gonna be completely honest i did not touch eye racing until today what did um, you do today i actually ran the arca car around irwindale um for a little bit the uh, official arca series is racing at irwindale this week um fun little car track combination that uh if you've ever turned laps around irwindale you know it's a very very unique um you know racing line around there and um and that's going to become a little bit more apparent as we go into the uh into the podcast about maybe why i was turning laps there in that car yeah what about you? Continued. Uh, I did a little bit of testing at Phoenix uh, yesterday, and and I would use the word testing very loosely. It was more of a, uh, do you remember this track? How does this car run at this track? And I was, I personally was pleasantly surprised, uh, at least by kind of like I felt like I was getting a handle on it. Uh, I don't know about my speeds, you know, in comparison to to everybody else, but I, I feel like the car drives almost a little bit better than I expected it to. The next gen drives 
they're a little bit better than I expected it to. Uh, made some changes and stuff that I think think made it a little bit better. Um, but but yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, our our next to last, our penultimate race for uh, season two of the Apex Energy uh, Cup Series. Um, and I think it's going to be a great race. We can talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But uh, I think we had to we had to jump to this, uh, just dive into it. Are you ready to 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 pull the pull the cover off a little bit? I'm ready. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So we uh, you know talked to drivers, and one of the things we heard all season long was we love the guys who are running up front every week, but not all of us are on that level. Uh, so. Uh, we heard those drivers loud and clear and, and we're excited, uh, to say for the first time, and we've been teasing this, I think we've already mentioned this, but we're going to have two official slingshot series. Um, and it's great because apex energy, um, is coming back on to, uh, be the kind of presenting, uh, sponsor of both of those series. Um, and we've teased it out a little bit, but we'll go ahead and talk about the first series, um, which is going to be the Apex Energy Truck Series. And this is kind of that series that we've envisioned for the drivers who might not be just able to spend hours on the sim each week or just might not have, uh, you know, the time or, or maybe their skills uh, haven't developed. Maybe they haven't had the experience uh, that some of our other drivers have. So, um, you know, this is going to be open to all drivers. And... Like we said, it's going to be uh, using the newest uh, edition of the NASCAR truck, either the Ford, the Chevy, or the Toyota Tundra. Um, it's going to be uh, using our, our same kind of mentality when it comes to race lengths of, you know, one to one and a half hours uh, per race. You know, depending on what track, it might mean a few more laps or a few less laps, but the goal is always, uh, you know, we know people don't have a huge amount of time uh, to commit. So one and a half hours is usually going to be the max for a race session, uh, depending on the amount of laps. Three sets of tires. <laughs> we can pause on this one for a minute because oh yeah, something, this is something we got some feedback about that I think you and I were both a little bit surprised about was that out of the people who stayed and talked to us, we, we always say we had at least 15 of our drivers stay afterward when we had a driver's meeting a couple weeks ago. Most people seem to be, you know, of the mindset that they enjoyed knowing that they had a limit on their tires. And it, it really added that extra dimension of strategy that you and I have always kind of really been proud of as being kind of a staple uh, of slingshot. Um, so... You know, you can talk a little bit about some of the other kind of ideas that, that we've talked about when it comes to, you know, maybe the occasional race here or there uh, that that three set rule might change. Yeah, so all year we've kind of went back and forth on this, you know, what if we just, you know, there's a couple of different scenarios. First one is we could leave everything just the way it's been um with the you know the set that you start on and then the two more that you get in the pits for a total of three sets um the second option which honestly was the direction i thought that most people wanted to go was to slightly extend the length of the races make them just a little bit longer and add one more set of tires just so you have that you know you have that set that is in the pits that you you know in case there is a late race caution 
um you know and maybe somebody has you know you don't have to run into that situation of somebody holding on to it or we could just add another set and keep the distance the same which i didn't think was ever going to be very popular anyway because that takes all of the strategy out of the uh out of the equation but most of our drivers seem to be in favor everybody who spoke uh seemed to be in favor of of keeping things the way that they've been with the three total sets um and, and i kind of I, I understand it um you know when you're when you get the raw end of the deal sometimes with the tires with the untimely cautions like we did at uh, michigan <laughs> earlier this year and you know we've we've had it happen to us before you're in that moment you want to like yeah let's make sure this doesn't happen again you know like we, we you know we need to make a change where it doesn't happen again but then there are times where it works in your favor like you know bristol last you know season in the 87s it worked out for me um and and i got my tires at the right time at the end after a late caution so you know it's just sometimes it it works in your favor and sometimes it doesn't and i just think that you know it's important to keep all that in perspective and you know don't act too rashly and i'm happy that all of our drivers are you know uh they're not acting too rash with uh with wanting that change yeah i think uh, you know and this is something that that came up during the discussion it's not something that every league does and i feel like yep. you know part of our mission is to separate ourselves we you know um uh, amidst all the the other leagues uh you know the tire rule is something that that makes us a little bit different than a lot of other leagues out there um and we want to reward gill we want to reward patience um so no faster pairs. That's kind of been a thing we've always gone with. Uh, and there will be race control uh, for both series. There'll be race control um, where, you know, penalties are administered during the race. You know, things are reviewed during the race. Uh, so we're excited that will be an element that returns to both series after kind of having a small break for the last five or six races of this this past season. Um, now, to go over some other things and i'll let chris you can talk about the schedule here momentarily but the truck series is going to run on wednesday nights starting on january 11th with a preseason race which we'll talk about here momentarily but the trucks will run on wednesday night and our time frame will remain unchanged in terms of a 7 30 uh eastern time practice opening for an hour qualifying will be at 8 30 and then the race will start approximately at 8 35 eastern time with the green flag um and let's go ahead and i guess we can talk about the schedule we can just kind of walk through it uh and i'll, I'll just let you kind of dive into that chris yeah, so we are starting out with a uh, with a preseason race, um, a, a clash for that first week uh, before the opening race. Do you want to talk about where it's going to be at, where we think it's going to be at? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can go ahead and while we were spilling the beans, why not spill a few more? Yeah, so um, the, the plan is right now um, to try it out at uh, Bumpy Daytona. Um, we're gonna do a little bit of testing and make sure that uh, our sets, you know, work well enough there. And I think that they will, but we're just gonna verify and, and make sure those are okay. Um, could it be chaos? It very well could be. It very well could be, but it is the clash. It it will probably be a shorter race. Um, it will, you know, who knows what other types of, you know special rules might be you know in the race uh we'll we'll see as that gets a little bit closer but um i mean i think it'll be fun and i don't think it'll be as uh crazy as monzo was um <laughs> no for sure not 
Most definitely not. Uh, so do we want to do truck first and then cup? Yeah, let's let's just go through the truck schedule, um, okay. and then we can move on to the other series. Okay, so uh, round number one, um, we're gonna uh, talk. We're gonna go to uh, Daytona. It'll be the Smooth Daytona um, in the Truck Series on January eighteenth. Um, so, I mean, season opening has got to be at Daytona, of course. Uh, from there, we've got two D-shaped ovals in Fontana and Michigan. Um, Fontana, you know, is, is slightly different uh, than Michigan. They they look very very similar from from up above, but uh, they drive very differently. So it'll be really good, you know, race two and race three for a lot of our drivers in the truck series. You know, it'll be a good chance for us to get familiar with each other, familiar with the tracks, um, and familiar with you know like how how those uh, trucks drive around each other. You know, some tracks that aren't as technical. Uh, then it, the technicality begins to ramp up. We go to uh, New Hampshire on February 8th, followed by I IRP on uh, February 15th, uh, which will be a really good stretch uh, for us. Uh, there'll be some entertaining racing going on there. New Hampshire's a tough track to get around uh, in any car. And IRP is a staple, has been a staple on the truck schedule for real life truck schedule for a lot of years, and it went away and uh, happy to say it came back this year, and after watching the racing there, I think Ellis and I were in agreement. Truck series there this year, so. Uh, from there, we go to Charlotte, uh, February 22nd, on the Opal. Not the Opal, <laughs> not the parking lot. We're now racing the parking lot. Uh, Iowa, sorry to Chase Berry. Um, from there, we go to Iowa, uh, March 1st, Talladega on Nope, I think you might have dropped out, Chris. Hello? All right, so uh, Chris, we'll get him back in here with some... <laughs> he's having a couple technical difficulties, but we're, uh, as he was saying, we'll go to Iowa on March 1st. We'll hit up Talladega one week later on the 8th. And then we've got kind of a, a, a unique event. I think we're, we're planning for the middle of March. We've got an all-star race uh, that is going to be kind of an interesting uh event i think we want to turn into an event it'll be on a wednesday night it will not be a regular season race uh we'll take a second i'll wait for chris to get back in before we talk about that one in a little bit more detail but then we'll go to uh, our one and only road course on the 22nd of march uh with watkins Glen, kind of a traditional high speed track that uh can be technical uh really as technical as you want to make it but uh it's a it's a good you know, good track for, you know, people who are still learning the service, but it can also be a track for, you know, that the, the guys who have been around for a while can go really fast at. So uh, we're excited. We were really strategic about what road course we put on the schedule for the truck series. And I think I think our drivers will be pleased with that one. Then we move on to Atlanta uh, the following week. And I think it'll excite a lot of our drivers to hear the fact that it's going to be not the new Atlanta but the old Atlanta. So tires, tires, tires will be the name of the game uh, for that week. Will we add a fourth set? We don't know yet. Uh, following week, we uh, continue that that theme of, of uh, technique uh, and, and strategy when it comes to tire management, but also you know being on a needle's edge uh, or razor's edge, I should say, at Darlington. Um, uh, Vegas will be the following week, another kind of high speed mile and a half oval. Uh, we'll slow it down the following week as we go to Gateway, kind of uh, a 
a longer track that mimics a short track. It's got that short track feeling. Um, and then we'll hit up Kansas for the next to last race, uh, another mile and a half. And we'll finish at everyone's favorite season finale track, Homestead, uh, Miami Speedway on May 3rd. That will be the championship deciding, hopefully championship deciding race um, at the end of the season. So we're going to try to get Chris back in here. Uh, let's see if he's texting me. I'm not sure <laughs> what's going on, uh, but we'll continue this until I hear from him. Um, so that's the schedule. Chris, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, all right. What happened there? You okay? Yeah, I don't know. I was just, I, I, I was still in the channel, but for some reason, you couldn't hear me. That was minding your own business. Yeah. Um. So I went through the rest of the schedule. I guess you could hear all that. Yeah. Um. But I, I want to pause and I want to circle back to the All Star event that that we're kind of in the, I would say preliminary stages of planning. I think, you know, you mentioned earlier you did some testing this past week at Irwindell. Uh, and this is kind of, uh, we're not sure the final details, but I don't think it hurts to just kind of, you know, throw a couple things around right now. We've, we would like to do an event that has multiple kind of components to the event. And it's not just your normal all-star race. Uh, we've talked about having a burnout competition. Uh, and I think the, the goal, uh, and, and we can talk about this right now, Chris, I don't see any problem with that. Uh, is bringing both series together for a night. Um, yeah. I don't know what that would fully look like, uh, but both series would be involved in the all-star competition, the all-star event, um, where we bring our drivers together for that night. So, you know, I envision something like a burnout competition that all the drivers could judge, um, you know, being, you know, something we start out with. And then, uh, you know, we've talked about this a little bit. I don't know how many people are familiar with the concept of a, hunt hunter and a prey race where you've got uh you know five six seven eight main drivers and each driver has a team of two to three additional cars uh that go out and try to hunt the other main drivers and the other cars and basically prevent them from completing the most laps uh, have you ever run in one of those races before chris i have but i've run in them where i don't know that many people in it and I've always thought, like in the few times that I've run a race like that, I've always thought this could be a lot more fun if I knew a lot of the people in it. And I think that's what's going to, you know, if we do go through with something like this on, on March 15th, that, you know, I, I think that it would be a lot of fun for everybody. I think it would be cool. I, I like, this is just, again, spitballing. It just came to my brain. A team event where all participating drivers, we split them into teams. And points are earned throughout the night in different events. We can talk about that at more more length off off air, but uh, it's just an idea. And then the last the last component of the event would be potentially a uh, what what special event does the Irwindale Speedway track have that not all other tracks on the surface have? I believe it's something in the infield, and no, it's not a road course. And it's not it's not the number six. It's not the number ten. It's a figure eight. Uh, we've been hearing a lot about figure eight racing. Brayton Laster, uh, one of our slingshot drivers, ran a uh, figure eight, kind of put on a figure eight race a couple weeks ago. We like the idea so much that we're toying around with making that a component of our all-star event at Irwindale uh, Speedway on March 15th. Uh, so stay tuned for more details about that. Um, but yeah, let's hop on over uh, to the kind of 
uh, you know, upper tier series that we want to start running and, and kind of carve out that niche for maybe some of our drivers who uh, have slightly higher I ratings. Maybe they've got more experience. That's going to be the Apex Energy Cup Series. Well, in 2022, we've seen an epic battle for the championship between Aaron Wilson and Justin Smith. Neither one have really been able to gain an edge on the other. And like I know personally, I have at least one driver I find myself side by side with each week. Um, and chances are you've probably got drivers and moments where you just can't seem to find an edge. Well, Slingshot has a little secret we're going to let you in on. We found the edge. Apex Energy Drink is going to help you focus on every single detail that is important in those crucial moments of the race, whether it's the final lap at Daytona or the side-by-side -side battle into Eau Rouge at Le Mans. Most of uh, the energy drinks on the shelf are going to give you heart palpitations, and worst of all, they don't even tell you what ingredients they have in them. Apex Energy is formulated with your health in mind, avoiding artificial dyes and allergens, but it's still going to keep you locked in during your toughest battles on the track. Uh, they've actually got four great flavors, including Blue Raspberry, Sherry Limeade, Bomb Pop, and Citrus Blast. My favorite's the Bomb Pop. Uh, go ahead and get yours now uh, and get 10% off by using the code SLINGSHOT10. That's SLINGSHOT10 uh, when you check out. Promise you are not going to regret it. Um, and it's not going to be running the next gen car like we've been running this season. We've got an all new car. Uh, we're gonna, it's not a new car, but we're gonna be running the Arca uh, car, which I believe is a, the 2005 Impala with what or not Impala, but Monte Carlo. Yeah, it's the um, it's actually the 2006 2007. Um, okay. it, it's got the Monte Carlo body, but they have it branded as the Impala um because i think in 07 they actually changed the name because they had the impala in the you know with the gen i guess it was gen 4 car yeah that's right they, and, uh... and they had the the cot impala and so they wanted the branding to be the same somehow i erased it from my brain that they ran both cars both the, the older generation car and the net the the uh what, are the what do they call it i can't remember car of tomorrow in the same year oh yeah that was a tough year i just erased that from my memory yeah yeah that was a tough year um yeah because the cot had so many issues but it's that car it when it came this car technically is the old um xfinity the old nationwide the old bush car from the service um when the you know in the early stages of the service uh, the first cup car was technically the cot on here so this is like the old um the old nationwide car but it's the same body it's the same body style as the yeah. cup car was and so this this is as close as you're going to get to nascar racing what 2004 or 5 edition from papyrus yep. back in the day yep and uh this is a very popular car on the service there's a lot of leagues that um that run this car and uh, talking to some of our league members uh, leading up to, you know, making this decision, this seemed to be a very, very popular choice with a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people really wanted to to run this car. 
uh, if they had any type of choice. And um, so that's that that came that went into account when we were trying to figure out what car we wanted to run for this. Yeah, so the schedule will be different, uh, but the rules largely will be the same. The the biggest rule difference between the Truck Series and the Cup Series is going to be uh, that our Cup Series is going to have a minimum I-rating requirement of 1,750. Um, so uh, applications, which will go live uh, on Monday, uh, the 28th of November, uh, it's going to basically be a two-parter where you initially fill out your information, tell us your I-rating, all that. We'll take a look at you. Um, and then we'll kind of... Uh, you know, say yay or nay. And and we've done this in the past and I think it's worked out pretty well, but uh, the minimum I rating requirement is going to be something to pay attention to for the cup series of 1,750. And this was, again, it's not necessarily to filter out bad drivers. It's to filter out drivers who maybe don't have quite the experience that some of our other drivers do. Uh, we don't want to hold that against anyone, which is why we have the truck series because we want a place for everyone to race. Right? So, um, that Cup Series is going to have a, a minimum I rating. Um, race length will be the same, one to one and a half hours. Three sets of tires. We're keeping them with that same philosophy. No fast repairs. And once again, it will be, um, you know, having race control uh, during the race, administering penalties, reviewing things, um, and things like that. So uh, the Cup Series will run the night before the truck series on Tuesday nights, uh, starting on, uh, January 10th. Uh, the time will be the same 7 30, uh, Eastern practice will start. Uh, the green flag for, uh, the race will fly at about eight 35 Eastern time, uh, PM that is. So let's go ahead and jump into the schedule. Um, we'll start with that, that clash that we talked about earlier. It'll be probably generally the same format. It'll be a bumpy Daytona, uh, it would be kind of a shorter race, get to know each other race, and then, Chris, I'll let you take it from there. So we'll open the season um, in the Cup Series at Daytona on uh, on Tuesday, January 17th, and that'll be on the smooth Daytona. Um, from there, we'll go to Atlanta. And that Atlanta race, Ellis, correct me if I'm wrong, but that will also be at Old Atlanta, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Should, yep. Um, that'll be at old Atlanta. So if you're not a big fan of the new glass smooth, uh, pseudo plate, uh, Atlanta, never fear. Uh, we'll be going to old Atlanta in the, uh, in the cup series as well. Uh, from there we go to Michigan on January 31st. Um, then we go to Bristol, uh, some short track action, uh, for a short track race on February 7th, uh, a week later. We hit Rockingham on February 14th. Rockingham and these cars um, is a lot of fun. Uh, I feel like we put on a really good race at Rockingham this year in the next-gen cup cars. So um, I fought really hard to get that one on the schedule, guys. You did, yep. Uh, Charlotte's on February 21st. Um, that And that also is the mile-and-a-half oval, not the roval. Uh, from there, we're going to IRP. So IRP is on both of the schedules. And um, I, I think that this car at that track will be really, really good. I think it'll put on a really good show there. And I think it's a really good short track. You know, Ellis and I talked about this in the lead up. IRP is a really good short track for uh, being able to have some long green flag runs, kind of like Bristol. 
Uh, you have options as far as lanes to run. Uh, whereas like a place like, you know, North Wilkesboro, Myrtle Beach, Martinsville, those tracks are really one groove and you're you're stopping, you know, really, really fast, trying to make a turn and everybody's trying to run the same lane. So I think that IRP will put on a really, really good show uh, in both series. Uh, from there, we go to Kansas uh, on uh, on March 7th. Uh, after that, we've got the All-Star Race on March 15th. Uh, and uh, that'll be the joint event that uh, Ella spoke about earlier. Then we go to something a little bit different uh, for Race stock yourself. cars. Yes. Uh, so we asked everybody what uh, track outside of North America they possibly wanted to go to. And we took all those into account, and we tried to think about... You know, like what type of show some of these tracks could uh, put on. And the uh, the Apex Energy Cup Series will be going to the Red Bull Ring on March 21st uh, for a race around that track. And I think that's going to be fun. You want to talk about that just a second, Ellis? Yeah, I think that that is going to be, you know, like like Chris said, we looked at, you know, potential venues that, that would make uh, intriguing kind of matchups between uh, a track that the cup car hasn't visited before and uh, ones that actually might put on a good show. And that was not only one that our drivers mentioned frequently, but we looked at, we watched some, some races have been run there. We uh, tested a little bit and we felt like that's going to be a, a great race. Um, and just be fun for, for our drivers to maybe step outside their comfort zone a little bit. That's something we always like to do sometimes at, it goes really well. Sometimes it doesn't. I think this, you know, I predict this being a situation where uh, it will go pretty well because it's a it 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 can be a technical track, but it's also uh, you know it's got some great corners. It's got some great elevation changes. Beautiful scenery uh, in Austria. So uh, I'm I'm personally really excited about it. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to put on a really good show. And um, like I said, it's got all the elements of a. Uh, of a really good road course so i think that um i think that everybody's really gonna like that after that on march 28th uh we visit the milwaukee mile uh it's a uh, staple of the xfinity series and the truck series for a lot of years but we'll be going there in the cup series and um you know that's that's a very unique track a very technical track uh drives a lot like a short track even though it's a mile in length so um Drivers should enjoy that. Uh, after that, we go to Darlington on April 4th uh, for uh, for some action there. Hopefully, we'll have some good throwback paint schemes at Darlington on April 4th. Uh, follow that up with another trip to a D-shaped oval, uh, Auto Club Speedway, Fontana. Uh, I'll be going there on April 11th. Uh, following that up, we go to the Monster Mile. Uh, the Monster Mile has not made an appearance on any Apex uh, energy series so far in SSRL, uh, so it should be a uh, should be a very uh, interesting race. Uh, last few times I've been to Dover, it has been a cheese grater uh, uh, on the tires. Mm-hmm. So um, you know that'll be in one that you know we might look at you know for another set of tires. Maybe not though. Who knows? Um, follow that up the penultimate race of the Cup Series. Oh boy, no pressure at all right here. You go to Talladega for the next to last race 
of the Apex I, Energy Cup series. I'm looking at these. I know we don't do playoffs. Uh, we have just a standard point format, but I'm looking at these next last two races, uh, Dover and Talladega. If if we've got a close championship fight, which I, I suspect we will going on into April, you look at Dover and Talladega as being two wild card races. I know Dover doesn't necessarily sound like a wild card race, but when you talk about a narrow track where there's limited uh, escape lanes or escape hatches, right? If a wreck happens, we talk about those big ones. Uh, you could have a big one at Dover that takes out a point leader. Uh, so I, I really look at those those next to last two races as could be, you know, p- potential, uh, in the words of Rick Allen, playoff implications, right? Oh, uh, no. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see how those races play out. Yeah, and, and like you said, Dover is, you know, it, it's not, you know, with it being a high tire wear track, you're probably going to get some long green flag runs, but all it takes is one incident to to block the track there. I mean, it's a it can cause some very, very massive crashes. Um, and like I said, you know, Talladega the week after that, everybody knows what can happen there. And we'll close out the season just like with the truck series and just like with the uh, cup series and the next gens this year. Uh, and this current season will be ending at Homestead Miami Speedway. So um, should be a couple really good series. Um, really excited about it. Uh, excited about the schedules. Hopefully everybody else likes them as, as much as we do. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, and uh, one thing I do want to make clear um, to our drivers and any drivers who might potentially you know, be looking to join uh, Slingshot, we, we love to have everybody. Uh, and that also goes for the the series we run. There, you don't you don't have to run just one. You can run both, uh, right? So um, you can join both. You can join one. Uh, I think that's if you if you're looking to fill up two nights, we'd love to have you. Both leagues are going to have a twenty five dollar driver fee, which I feel like for everything that that we can talk about in a minute that you get. Um, $25 isn't a lot for a 15 race season. I think there's a lot of value there. Um, it is broadcasted, which we'll talk about in a minute, but also like, I think our drivers can attest to this. I think we hear it week in and week out, not to toot our own horns, but the community that we're working on building here is just not something that you find in, you know, every other league that you come across. doesn't mean that those other leagues are bad or anything. It just means that we've worked really hard to, create a sense of community where drivers can kind of chit chat throughout the day. We get along on the racetrack, off the racetrack. Um, and, and th- there is that sense of community, uh, weekly prizes. Uh, we are going to try to give away something every week. Um, we are still working on securing those partners for these upcoming series for season three. Uh, but the goal is to be able to give something away after the race, whether it's something small or something big, uh, each week. Uh, including uh, a purse uh, purse money for the top three uh, at the end of both seasons. Um, and cool trophies. We're lucky to partner with with a great trophy manufacturer, uh, UD Awards. Uh, I already know what our, our Cup Series trophy is going to look like, and it's it's pretty wicked looking. Pretty cool. I think, Chris, you'll, you'll agree with that. We're working on finalizing the design for the Truck Series trophy. Um, but we really try to do things right. Um, um, so we try to feature our drivers and screenshots and write-ups on social media. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, I think we've yeah. got something special here and, and $25 for a full season. I think it's fair. Um, 
So let's talk yeah. about broadcasting. Are you ready to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So this is something that, that you and I have been uh, talking about for a long time. Really, I think since we started Slingshot, uh, we've been lucky to have a great broadcaster with uh, Southern Broadcast Racing Network with Richard um, Hurst and Jeremy Robbins. They've done a great job for us uh, all season uh, long for the past two seasons, but I, I think we're we're finally ready to spread our wings re- a little bit, and we're we're super excited to announce that we're going to be broadcasting our own races on Slingshot TV, um, starting with both of these series in January. We're working, uh, it feels like daily, on kind of making sure that we've got everything in place and that, uh, you know, true to our our mission and kind of what we've done from the beginning, it's going to be a unique broadcast. It's not going to look like every other broadcast you've seen out there. Uh, not going to talk about those details right now because they're still being finalized, but uh, it's going to be uh, unique. Uh, we're working on finalizing our our broadcast team. Chances are you'll hear from me and Chris uh, in one of those series uh, in the booth doing play-by-play. Um, I'm excited about that. I think it gives us the opportunity to step out of our comfort zone a little bit. Are you excited about that? Yeah, excited and nervous. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm more excited about it. It's something that, uh, that we've talked about doing for a little while now. Um, but, uh, you know, finally pulling the trigger on it through this and i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be a lot of fun um it's going to be a unique experience and it'll you know it'll give us a chance to do something a little bit different yeah and i i expect that there'll probably be growing pains which is to be expected right but i'm i'm excited i'm excited for the adventure um you know i love doing this sort of stuff and kind of working on the creative end of things we've We've got great partners that we're working with to kind of produce the broadcast and and kind of, uh, you know, designing our our graphics and all that for us. And like I said, I think it's going to be really cool to see the finished product because it's not going to look like anything else out there. Um, And that was something we were both adamant about from the beginning of these discussions is that it could not just look like a plug and play broadcast. Um, So, yeah, more details on that to follow, but... But uh, yeah, Slingshot TV will be live and really before January because we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some test races and things like that. Um, yeah, that's something I was gonna mention. Um, if you are, you know, if you are a driver with us, um, we would love for you to participate in recruitment races and you know off season races that we're gonna run probably throughout the month of December. Um, you know, just to try to make sure that we've got everything ironed out that we can possibly iron out on that end of things. And, um, it's going to take some time and we really would appreciate your help. And it'll be a really good chance to, you know, if you are possibly interested in participating in Slingshot, or if you're even a past driver, maybe you raced the 87s with us in the summer series. Um, and you just thought that the next gens weren't for you. Or that the competition was, you know, that you wanted to have a little bit, you know, better chance at possibly winning a race. Um, you know, we would love to have you back. Absolutely. Uh, and you can follow us on social media. Um, on Instagram, we're SSRL League. Um, and I believe it's the same on Facebook. Details will be in the um, the show notes section of the podcast. But yeah, I, I, I'm excited for those recruitment races, and uh, 
stay stay tuned for more details i'll probably be running them weekly if not multiple times a week so yeah um you got anything else you want to say about uh those those two new series that we're running as part of season three before we move on to the last thing uh just you know like i said before um you know if if you have if you've raced with us before in the past and and uh maybe you just you know at the time you just didn't like the car you know i know we had some people who raced the summer series with us um and and they were you know very very adamant about the fact they didn't like the next gen car next gen car is a little bit of a controversial car choice i know um and and you do happen to listen to this podcast you know if you're in our discord we would love to have you back and uh, we would love for you to be able to to you know join with us again and if you know we've got two options this year uh coming up in this upcoming season and so if you don't um, like one hopefully you like the other yeah exactly and you know this is a little something for everybody absolutely okay well uh you know, there'll be more details and more announcements with partners and, and giveaways and stuff like that in the, the coming weeks. Uh, but I think we've got two weeks left, two races left in the season two for the Apex Energy Cup Series with the next gens. We're moving to uh, Phoenix this week and then we're finishing up at Homestead. What are you expecting as we move into this this next to last race in Phoenix? Um, you know... I can talk about my experience with the car a little bit. It doesn't drive as bad as I thought it was going to. So I think that's promising in terms of how the race is going to play out. Um, what are you expecting to see Wednesday night? Uh, I think the track position will be very, very important, um, especially with the cup car being what it is. Like there was, There's going to be a lot of shifting um, on the track. Uh, you're going to have to shift. Uh, I haven't actually been on the track uh, yet in the cup car, uh, so you can you know verify this with me. But uh, I, I'm almost positive that there's going to be a lot of shifting. Just you know, thinking back to the way that the Richmond race was, and this one's probably more um, it's more in line with that. And it's very difficult on this new Phoenix to complete a pass. Um, especially down, I, I've got to think about the turns now because they're different, especially down in one and two, um, in one and two, you know, that top groove, uh, you can run a little bit higher down there and, um, you can hold a guy off on the inside of you. Uh, it's, it's very, it's very difficult to get on the inside of somebody. I remember racing in one of our past truck leagues and I remember racing with one of our partners, uh, Evan Pienta. <laughs> um in that series and i and johnny rap as well who races with us now and i tried and tried and tried for about 70 80 laps of that race to get by evan and then tried for about that same amount of time to get by johnny uh on the inside it's just really hard to complete a pass and i think it's gonna be even harder um in these cup cars the way that they do the rubber band effect um you know like we've seen it at martinsville and at some of the short tracks where they shift it i just think that's going to be exaggerated this weekend or, or this week uh, on wednesday night uh at phoenix so i mean i could be wrong because like i said i haven't been on the track yet in these cars there um but that's just my uh that's my two cents you know just just thinking about leading up to it what about you uh getting on the track what did you feel 
I I felt like the way I had kind of adjusted some of my in-car settings um, that the car drove, like I, I said, better than I expected it to. How that's going to translate to passing, uh, you make me a little less confident after hearing what you said, but I, I think at the very least it's going to... From an entertainment standpoint, I think it could lead to some some patience wearing thin between some drivers, depending on where guys are running. Um, you know, Justin Wilson's in a situation where he's got to make something happen. He's fallen behind in points if we're calculating in the drop week that each driver gets. And he's really going to have to throw a Hail Mary. Now, I don't think Justin would ever wreck Aaron Smith uh, for for any purpose like that. But, you know, these restarts can also get crazy with drivers going down to the apron. So uh, seeing how that unfolds, even just the, the very first green flag, things could get chaotic. Uh, so I'm I think it it has the potential to have some entertaining moments as, you know, I, I certainly hope it does. Maybe not from my end as a driver in the race, but, um, you know, as a spectator, uh, I think it's going to have some some interesting moments. Um, I don't know as how tires wear. Yeah. As a driver, I'm a little scared uh, for yeah. those moments. I I've been the victim of being at the bottom of the dog leg and two drivers getting in uh, a tangle with each other at the top of the dog leg and being taken out, you know, having no clue what happened, just getting sideswiped. Um, yeah. so I hope that doesn't happen again, but those restarts on that dog leg can get crazy. So it's going to be something to watch out for, on Wednesday night uh, at 8.30 on the Southern Broadcast Racing Network on uh, Twitch. And you can find that link on our Facebook page, Slingshot Racing League, as well. So uh, Fingers yeah. crossed for no mistakes around the championship, guys. <laughs> right. I don't want to be that guy. No, I don't I'm, not, I'm not really necessarily talking to our drivers so much as I'm talking to myself. <laughs> yes, yep. Uh, so we'll work on uh, the next couple of days, get mentally prepared for that. Uh, but I think, you know, great things are ahead. We've got two great races, I think, coming up. We've got uh, a really promising Season 3 with two series coming up uh, and the Cup the cup cars with the ARCA series and the, and the truck series um, and more announcements to come, uh, you know, in the, the following week. So just a quick reminder, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I would say it's a good chance it's probably on Monday. Uh, but applications for uh, both of those series will be live on our Facebook page, on our website, also slingshotracing.org. Uh, you'll find a Drive With Us tab at the top of that. You can find the application there. And uh, all the directions you need will be posted there. We would love to have everybody, um, whether you've been on the service for a long time or maybe you just joined the service fairly recently and want to try your hand at league racing. Maybe the truck series uh, is a great fit for you. Um, so, yeah, folks, we're looking forward to it. Um, thanks again for listening, as always. No guest tonight, so it's a pretty short show. Um, but, Chris, I appreciate you, as always. And, uh, yeah, folks, we'll we'll talk to you next week. Have a good night. Hope you enjoyed that episode. We just wanted to say thank you for your time and your interest in our podcast. And really just overall, thanks for listening. We work hard to bring these episodes to you guys each week. And thanks for being a part of our Slingshot Racing community. If you want to learn more, you can find us at slingshotracing.org. From there, you can find us on social media like Instagram, Facebook. You can join our Discord from the main website. And uh, if you're listening to us on Anchor, 
Spotify or Google Podcasts, please feel free to leave us a review. Uh, the more reviews and the better reviews we have, the more people who will have access to this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll hope to hear from you and see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you.